Somewhere in Hill's kitchen, there's a lawyer named Matt Murdock. And he works with his friend Foggy and a woman who's named Karen. At a law firm called Nelson and Murdock, where they help people find justice. But Matt's got a secret at night, he becomes a vigilante. Even though he's blind, he's got these super senses and the training. To beat up the nasty bad guys who are ruining Hell's Kitchen. Matt, he loves his home so much that he puts on his armored costume. And pretends that he's the devil as he smashes in their faces. He's called Daredevil. So there's a guy named Frank who's shooting people. That guy's crazy. And then Matt Flemmer Electro just up from out of nowhere. Welcome to the Defenders podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. I'm Mel. <laughs> I'm Matt. <laughs> mm, I'm Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a very special guest this week. It's the... Oh, I can't think of a W word. It's the... Well, I think wonderful is is a whimsical. bit underwhelming for this this special guest. The wonderful whimsical will. There you go. Yay! Yay! Is that who I am? The wonderful <laughs> and whimsical will. <laughs> yes. Thank welcome. You. Welcome. Wonder well, welcome back. Will. The wonderkind will. Wilhelm. So uh, you're back for Daredevil season two. Have you watched all of Daredevil season two, Will, or are you being strong and it. watching? Don't do it, Will. I've only seen up to this episode, but <laughs> after this, I may watch the rest. I don't know. I still haven't seen Kimmy Smith yet, and I haven't seen House of Cards, so maybe I'll maybe I'll hold off and watch those instead. I love the last season of strong House girl. of Cards, and I've given up on yeah. it. House of Cards more terrifying than the most terrifying thing because Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Although Kevin Spacey says our real life election is uh, scarier than House of Cards, so <laughs> that's coming from Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey is scarier than anything, he, apart from Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I was going to say Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> no, Jeff Goldblum's scarier. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, I have some news for this week. So, uh, quite a bit of news, actually. So much news. So, it's been confirmed that Iron Fist starts filming soon, which is very, very cool. Finn Jones was talking a little bit about it, so that's awesome. Also been confirmed that the uh, by Charlie Cox that the Defenders series will start filming at the end of this year or towards the end of this year, mm. um, which makes sense with the uh, the timeline that um, had been discussed before. So I'm guessing we get Luke Cage at the end of this year, um, Iron Fist uh, maybe next spring, and then Defenders towards the end of next year by the sounds. Uh, so it fits in with the sort of before the end of 2017. If there's a Daredevil season three, it will take place after the Defenders, mainly because the showrunners for Daredevil season two, Doug Petrie and Marco Ramirez, are doing uh, going to be showrunners for Defenders. Yay. So if you like Daredevil season two so far, you should like the Defenders. Also, Drew Goddard will be on board as well as an executive producer. So that's Yay. all good news. Cool. Yeah. All good news. So, yeah, it's in good hands. Um, there was a Doctor Strange trailer released this week, the first Doctor Strange trailer. Did you guys see it? Nope. I did. Yes. Oh. What did you think, Will? It was awesome. Tilda Swinton looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's a badass. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to say, are there people that were angry about Iron Fist uh, casting also angry about Doctor Strange? 
Because if you're not, you're about, hypocrites. <laughs> about casting of Doctor Strange, the character. Yes. yes. Why isn't Doctor why? Strange? Why isn't Doctor Strange Asian? He's going into an Asian culture and learning about their because, and using well, their powers yeah. for good. So why can't exactly. he be Asian? Well. Because he's white, so I have no problem with it. He's white in the comic. <laughs> Why can Doctor Strange it's the same be thing white as, it's and the not same Iron, thing Fist. As Iron That's Fist? what I'm wondering. Because it's the same thing as Iron Fist. It's the whole white man goes somewhere and learns, and I don't know. Yeah. It's, Hilda uh, Swinton is a, isn't her character a man in the comics? Yeah. In the, in, about that. Yeah. And I think they've said that in the film, they're not actually going to outright say the, the gender of Tilda Swinton's character, the ancient one. So. I'm, I like to imagine that she's actually playing Gabriel from Constantine, where she was also this like androgynous person villain. Um, Maybe she's playing David yeah. Bowie, playing uh, whatever his name is, Mordu or whatever. <laughs> no, Mordu is the bear from Brave. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks it looks really cool. It's got some amazing visuals. Um, yeah. Only thing I'm not sure about yet is Mads Mikkelsen as the villain because. I don't know. I just, I, I, I'm really excited that Mads Mikkelsen is the villain, but I really want him to be playing Dormammu because Dormammu is awesome in the comics. Whereas, I don't know. In this so far, he looks like a bit of a wacky lacky. But then um, his his head would be on fire, and you don't want Mads. I know. Oh, yeah. I do. No, I don't. <laughs> Mel and me are hashtag mad about Mads. <laughs> <laughs> But that would, that would continue the artsy thing that Hannibal had going on with the antlers, but it would just be like a head on fire instead of antlers. Well, instead of like his head on fire, he kind of looks like his it, like around his eyes are sort of bleeding and they're made of tiles and they're flaking away. That's the only way I can describe it, so I don't know. Did you know that uh, uh, me, Matt, and Will are actually Mads, man, Mads, man, Mads, man, Mads, man. That's Sorry, what we have a counter group. Army would be. <laughs> we gotta do and two podcasts. In the upcoming, uh, uh, upcoming George Miller film, Mad Max, where he plays <laughs> Mad Max. Mad Max. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks it looks good. It looks trippy and weird. How dare you? He's, Mads Mikkelsen is not Swedish. How dare you? I thought he was, Sorry. wasn't he? No, no, he's Danish. Oh. I'm a I'm a very upset European. I am American. <laughs> I'll just say right there. I'm American. I have no idea. They're all the same. Geography, much, what? Yeah. <laughs> They're from that big their country called Europe, aren't they? Yeah, they yeah. in that part of Asia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and in the uh, um the last bit of well we have one last bit of news related to the podcast, but also we have a Another bit of news, which doesn't relate to the podcast, but I thought I'd share anyway, is that when I was in my uh, my work yesterday, I was chatting to this elderly lady. Matt and Mel will appreciate this. And she was complaining about the election going on in the UK. And she goes, you know what we need to do? I don't know this lady, by the way. She said, do you know what we need to do? And I was like, what do we need to do? She goes, we need to move to Canada. Have you seen their prime minister? And I was like, <laughs> yes, yes, I have. <laughs> so I'm just going to tell you, yes, the whole of England is falling in love with the Canadian Prime Minister, not just me. I think the whole world is falling in love with the Canadian Prime Minister. Yeah, and apparently she was so <laughs> she was so happy he became Prime Minister, she wrote a, a letter of congratulations to, like, one of his people or something. So I don't Wow. Know. <laughs> um, but the last bit of news relating to the podcast is... A couple of days ago, we released a bonus episode in which I interviewed EJ Scott. Um, if you guys know, EJ Scott is the real-life partner of Deborah Ann Wall, who plays Karen Page. 
And he was awesome. And we talked about Yay. his fundraising. Um, we talked a bit about geeky stuff. Um, uh, he's a big Hulk fan. Um, he, we talked a very small bit about like some movies and stuff, but mainly about his fundraising. Such an awesome guy. Please check out the podcast and um, his website as well, because he's running all these marathons for very worthy causes. And so, uh, yeah, impressive restraint, Claire. I listened to it, and I say impressive restraints. You only asked one question about Deborah Ann Wall before moving on to something else. <laughs> Instead well, of being I, like, what's it like? What's it like? Karen Page, huh? <laughs> the interview is with him. It's not with his girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Is Deborah there? Can you put her on? <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I don't no, honestly, EJ was, he was so awesome. Yeah, and he's, cool. he's, I think he's actually flying to London today for next week's marathon. So, yeah. So, hopefully, we'll have a safe flight. I offered to take him out for a pint after the marathon, uh, if he wants. Yeah, I hope that happens. Um, <laughs> I'm always up for, I'm British, I'm always up for a pint down the pub, except yeah. I don't drink, so it'll be a pint of, I don't know, orange juice or something. Um, Get a grey olive. <laughs> with a grey olive. <laughs> <laughs> So let's get into this episode. So this week we are talking about Kim Baku. Um, this was written, this is episode five, written by Lauren Schmidt-Hisrich and directed by Floria Sigismondi. I'm hoping I say both those names correctly. Lauren Hissyfit, what? Lauren Schmidt-Hisrich. Hissyfit, Hissyfit. Floria Sigismondi. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You keep trying to sound it out, all of a sudden you're going to summon the army of darkness, so be careful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm so currently reading from the Necro... What's it called? The Necronomicon. Necronomicon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was on episode five with Jessica Jones, so just pencil me in episode five from now on. Yeah. <laughs> just thank, thank you, Will, for swapping this week, because you were due to be on another episode, but oh, yeah, uh, right. I guess the episode asked, asked if you could swap, and you very kindly said yes, so thank you. Well, You're a hero. It works in his favor because he just wants to freaking forget about us and plow ahead on Daredevil. He's like, oh, yeah, the sooner I'm <laughs> done with you guys, the better. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what episode one? Episode one! <laughs> okay. So we start off. I mean, this really is the Electra episode. We start off 10 years ago. Uh, Foggy and Matt have crashed a swanky faculty party, and this is where Matt Murdock meets Electra Nachios. <laughs> and how do we know it's a flashback, guys? Because Matt has rectangle glasses, tidy hair, and no stubble. He had, like, a side <laughs> sweep. Yeah. Yeah. He did. He always has a side sweep in flashbacks. <laughs> it's so weird. Did he, did he, I think, was his hair, like, parted onto the, the side that men usually don't part it? Because it looked odd. It looked like like a reverse image of his. Yeah, it looked like he was mirrored. <laughs> like, yeah. I, they usually have a side they part their hair on. Thought, yeah, like some did. guys will part their no hair idea. on one side because it looks better I, than the other side. I thought, yeah, usually you I part your hair. switch back and forth. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No idea. So I know some people believe that one side of their face or one side of their forehead looks better than the other side. No, hmm. I'm all good. Yeah. I always I don't know anything about this. <laughs> I, always, I, always I was going to say, Will. Matt <laughs> doesn't think about <laughs> I no I longer have to worry they, about I, it. Yeah. I think they like. I think they put um, more makeup on Charlie Cox when he's flashback Matt as well, because he always looks like really baby faced. And I think in in this bit, they 
he looked older than he did, obviously, in the college flashback in season one. But I think they, like, really hide his stubble. Because, like, he's a hairy guy. <laughs> like, he has stubble, I think, after two minutes of shaving. But, like, I think they must, like, cover him in foundation to kind of hide his shadow to make him look like a little baby face. Yeah, he she really introduced good. her. When she introduced herself, she didn't say, my name is Electra, Electra Nachos. She just said, Electra Nachos. And I'm like, she what? She's offering him an appetizer. I know. <laughs> it made it sound even more like food because she didn't say my name is first. He's like, he should have said, don't mind if I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the what thing about was this? Eating, uh, was Foggy eating rice out of that thing, by the way? I was like, was he eating rice? It looked like plain rice. I uh, don't even know. I thought that was a caveat. Ooh. Did Matt say Einstein or so? Or so, so like you said, Einstein. Oh, I misunderstood. It's <laughs> Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Robin? Ten years yeah. ago, I I just was like, wow, ten years ago. I just I did not think there was ten years difference between today and um, when they were in college. I I would I would think maybe like five years. Like I really thought. When we started Daredevil, that they were done with college, they did their internship with Lamin and Zach, and then they were starting their own thing. But it wasn't that long in between, you know? I, I was surprised. Ten years. Foggy doesn't look ten years younger, that's for sure. But you have to go to law school after you graduate college, don't you? So you could be graduating college but not law school. I'm just like, are they in their 30s? Is that what we're supposed to think? I think they're meant to be in the late twenties. I kind of got closer to thirty. Oh wow! Yeah, like about the same age that like Charlie Cox is. I mean, Ellen Henson's older, yeah. but he kind of looks. But yeah, he, he looks exactly the same, Foggy. <laughs> like exactly the same as modern day Foggy. It is funny though when you flash from this Foggy with the longer hair to modern day Foggy. It really shows how terrible modern day Foggy's haircut is. <laughs> like wow. Oh. <laughs> He it's looks just, like is a it page. As terrible as, uh, is it as terrible as Flashback Matt's brown velour suit or whatever it is he's wearing? I was like, is that brown velour? Ugh. Uh, <laughs> terrible style. I don't know how Electra could have even fallen for that because he was just like not really that well dressed. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't really playing the part. It's a very, very well. Yeah. Like, even, no wonder they were, cheap. Yeah, no wonder <laughs> they were trying to kick him out, right? <laughs> Well, that's probably why she was, like, doing her bracelets, you know, playing with her bracelets to signify him going, look, look at my gold. I'm dressed really well <laughs> compared to your cheap suit. Yes. So, so it's not love at first sight, but love at first sound. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, he's just really into women who clink their <laughs> women who have bracelets. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're just challenging each other, you know. I think uh, I think that's they just slowly became more and more attracted to each other. Well, we get. I mean, that's the the first sort of time we see her, and we get really a close up on the bracelets and her her lips and also her heartbeat. So it's kind of how Matt, I guess, sees her. Kind of like I said, he, he notices the bracelets before anything. <laughs> He's, he's like, mmm, 24 carat. I, yeah, I, love, I love bracelets in a woman. <laughs> he really likes belly dancers, you know, and yeah. that wear like lots of bracelets that kind of make noises. <laughs> uh, so after the credits, we go back to the ending of last episode with Matt and Electra in Matt's apartment. Electra says she's in New York for a meeting and she stopped by. She apologizes for the past and then she offers him a job. What did you guys think of Electra, by the way? Like first impressions. I was put Hater. Off. 
Hate yep. her. Yep. <laughs> really? Yes. Yep. What? And you? Did you say that as well, Robin? Yeah, I was put off. I mean, I was like, okay, so they're going more of a man without fear direction. But then mm-hmm. I was like, but man without fear, like she was so much more crazy. And then I was thinking, what would that be like in real life? I I, mm-hmm. I ended up falling, like. Uh, I ended up falling in love with her. No, I ended up uh, (laughs) thinking that she was, uh, she's a a nice, a nice balance, I think, between what what this crazy uh, lunatic was in Frank Miller's Man Without Fear and what it might be like more dialed back a bit for realsies, real life. Mm -hmm. I was expecting Jennifer Garner. (laughs) <laughs> Which to me, like, she's a hundred times more Electra than Jennifer. Like, as I said before, like, mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner to me was so girl next door. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She was more kind of Karen Pagey sort of. She just didn't ever feel dangerous. Whereas I think um, the way she's played in this, like, particularly later in the episode, we'll get to. She just has this kind of hint of madness to her, yeah. which goes with the, you know, the man without fear is we, when we covered that comic, um, we don't see her beating up people naked in Central Park. Um, but there's a, definitely this kind of hint of madness and danger to her. Um, I really like the way she played it, but then I've seen the rest of the episode, so that might be right. Um, <laughs> yeah, my, my, but, uh, wife, my wife, who's got no, no uh, connection to this at all, has only watched the Daredevil movie. She was just like, wow, I didn't remember Jennifer Garner being this, like... <laughs> I was like, yeah, she was playing a different kind of Electra, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we get a mention of Roxxon in this uh, scene as well, which yeah. uh, is important later. Um, yeah, I like that I was, Electra... Oh, go on, go on, sorry. I was going to say, if this is Electra... I don't like Electra. Oh, <laughs> so are you are you like uh, are you um, jumping on the bandwagon of shipping Matt and Karen more? No, I don't care who bangs who. I just don't like. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the way she acts. Why don't you like the way she acts? Because she's Is all it the way she says. Uh, Matthew, I'm stereotypically sexy and naughty. Uh. <laughs> oh, yes, but, but Matt, what about Electra? Enough about you. What about Electra? <laughs> Typically naughty and sexy. <laughs> it's just this archetype I've seen a million times, and it's so annoying. I hate it. Oh, well, fair enough. But Matt, when what I said like last week about her reminding me of Lila from Dexter season two. Yeah, this is exactly what that storyline was mm, in Dexter yeah. season. It's this woman that's like, like, like embrace your bad side. Come on, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll help you. It's this whole same storyline again, and I yeah. kind of didn't enjoy that story. You didn't like it the first time. I didn't like it the first time, and I certainly don't <laughs> yeah. like it. You're like, no, no, not again. <laughs> but you actually did like that storyline in Dexter, so yeah. that's why you what you're saying there surprises me. I don't know. Spoilers: Matt's gonna murder Electra in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's why I don't like it because I've started. Like I said, I've seen this story before. You know, this, yeah. this kind of character. I think in this first scene, she's so she's she's really playing up the kind of femme fatale and you know and everything. Yeah. But we do get that moment towards the end of the scene where he basically tells her that she'll never have him again, and she does look genuinely hurt. I thought like, I don't she does. She looks surprised, but she looks hurt. I oh, don't you be- don't? No, I don't believe it. Mm. He said he yelling he lies, told- lies at the screen. <laughs> he told Karen that he's got a way of ruining things. So I mean. 
does. Yeah, but I, what I was confused <laughs> about was that she's talking in, you know, when we come back to uh, present time, she's talking about how she ended up hurting him and leaving him. And then towards the end of the episode, when that, the whole flashback thing ends, I'm wondering, is that, was that it for Matt and Electra um, in the past? I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing if that's, if that's it. And, and if that's like, that's when she left him and hurt him because really <laughs> like it, I'm sure it didn't hurt his feelings too much that uh, this woman trying to convince him to kill another person decides to leave well enough alone. <laughs> it would have hurt his feelings that she put him in that position in the first place. Yeah. That's yeah. True. That's true. Yeah. So I'm just wondering yeah. if that's, if that was the actual breakup or if we still have more flashback to see. Okay. Um, in the next scene, so um, Matt arrives at the office and he and Foggy discuss their lack of finances and then Karen arrives and awkward flirting ensues, as I put. Uh, they talk about the Punisher and some new money that's just come into the account and then Matt goes, oh, and runs away. <laughs> <laughs> this whole episode was awkward and some parts of it I enjoyed more than others, but... Not this in their awkwardness, like the awkward yeah. parts you enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, like some awkwardness, I was like, oh, this is totally realistic. But then the other awkwardness, I was like, oh, this is just uncomfortable. <laughs> it's made me want peach cobbler this scene. I was like, oh, Mrs. Mrs. Denizio's peach cobbler, I want some. <laughs> Except it's like super old peach cobbler. <laughs> yeah, it's the last, you don't want the last piece in the dish. And I'm also wondering why they left it till last. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. it can't be that good. Left it, yeah. probably left it until last. I'm like, hmm. Well, maybe yeah. they saved the best for last. Maybe. So, uh, Karen has three and uh, Athora coffee cups. They really know where there's a coffee shop that has Athora coffee cups because when I was in New York, I couldn't find any anywhere. I had to Google it. So, hmm. this is not realistic, people. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's not, it, it's just screams New York, you know? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Karen gets uh, has got a bee in her bonnet about Frank. Uh, whenever Karen gets a bee in her bonnet about something, it usually doesn't end well, as we know from season one. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, I was like, "Come on, Karen! Like, what the heck? You know?" But because uh, I, I just don't buy the whole like. I mean, maybe she feels personally affected by it because she went to his house and saw him being a stand-up guy with his kids and the photographs and the Navy cross was it and all that. So mm-hmm. she just wants to learn. She's not as willing as foggy usually is to think, Oh, this person's a psychopath. Put him away for life. <laughs> mm. There's got to be more to the story. Why are they covering it up? She, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. She should just quit her secretary job and just become a full-time detective. Yeah. <laughs> Karen page PI. Go and work for uh, Alias Investigations. It seems to be like what it seems to be what she actually wants to do in life. <laughs> Maybe, but then she wouldn't get to hang out with Matt all day and you know flirt awkwardly. I did think they were really cute in the scene. I was like, oh, they're so cute. Yeah, Deborah Hamble is just adorable. Is <laughs> my you know even I, whether you squeamish about it or not, I just feel like no matter what you know whether you buy the relationship or not, she is adorable, and I think they have good chemistry. She wears oh, yeah, I think she's clothes great. too. <laughs> yeah, I love her clothes. I, I like. I think I preferred Pam's clothes in Jessica Jones while we're on Did fashion you? watch, uh, but because I really love that one green dress she had. But yeah. I really like Karen's clothes as well. Yeah. 
I really like the dress pattern on this episode. <laughs> Secretary clothed watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, a moment that made me laugh in this scene is, and sorry if this is anyone's quote, but I have to say it for the moment, is when she tells them something like, I don't need a lecture or I will take those coffees back, okay? For a second, yeah, he looks was... down at his coffee and he kind of shrugs and drinks it, and that made me laugh because he's like, oh, not my coffee. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That, that was my only quote, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Will. I'll send <laughs> say you. it. Yeah, say it. You can say it. Don't in your it. best Karen voice. Oh, wow. So, okay. <laughs> in the next scene, we go back to flashback. Matt and Electra are at the bar flirting and reading each other. And then they decide to go and steal, well, Electra decides to go and steal a car for a joyride. Oh, man, I was really hoping to see Matt just, like, throw the cane in the back and jump over into <laughs> the passenger <laughs> seat. And have Foggy standing there like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about uh, Electra and Matt sort of reading each other? We know each other so I, well. I feel like no I've well. seen that a lot. I feel like I've seen this scene before too. I can't say. <laughs> yeah, because it's when it you so and Mel met. <laughs> yeah, we were breaking into people's homes, and <laughs> I was just breaking fancy china all over the place. It was a good time. You were eating cheese off Matt's belly. <laughs> oh, that was weird. Oh. I'm sorry. We can talk about that when that happens, but yeah. so weird. <laughs> you were lobbing cans of pickles at him. <laughs> please do not stab that sharp knife or throw pickles at my crotch, please. <laughs> so, I think, like, because didn't she say about Matt that he desperately wants to belong somewhere and to someone? Which I was like, yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. Um, and she also says he's pretty but dumb. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> and Electra's bored and is looking really needs the unexpected. Yeah, I was expecting the whole like I don't know if you Matt and Mel if you guys remember Man Without Fear where they take that joyride in the sports car and they end up you know falling off a cliff into the icy waters and then yes. Matt's not sure if Electra made it out or not or wait no she gets out and then she she like ends up driving away or something and, and yeah. leaves Matt. And I was expecting, I was like, oh my god, this is happening. And then it just didn't happen. <laughs> I was like, oh, they, so they go and destroy his, uh, they go and destroy his, um, his room with sex. Because <laughs> you see it afterwards and you're like, whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not to say it's not yeah. going to happen in the future, but, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was like, holy cow, are we going here already? Oh, no, no, it's more of a chill thing. <laughs> They're just taking Episode six, Robin, episode six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so back in Nelson and Murdoch uh, in the offices, um, Blake Tower, I love saying his name, Blake, Blake Tower. Tower, coolest name ever, uh, visits Karen and Foggy. Obviously, Matt is still still running around uh, doing stuff. Um, and Blake tells um, tells them that they bath- that Foggy, he tells Foggy ugh, that he needs all of the grotto files um, because uh, basically Reyes is, is demanding them all. And Foggy does his badass lawyer stuff again. Yeah. See, well, that doesn't I like really this. work. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like when he's facing off against gang members and talking tough to them. But Why? Because like, he's not physically intimidating at all, and uh, he should be a little bit more scared. <laughs> what about in that issue I told you about where he's, uh, he's Franklin Guts Nelson? <laughs> where he's going yeah. kicking ass all over the city. <laughs> That's Foggy, no. <laughs> what about that, Robin? Like <laughs> no, not in this show. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like how you can see Karen in the background, like whenever they were showing Blake Tower. I wonder if Boggy was just trying to 
stand up for himself because of what Karen said to him earlier episode. Yeah, maybe. She's so annoyed that she's, like, left out. You know, like, when, <laughs> like, Blake goes into Foggy's office, she's like, Hoo! and it's like, you're not a lawyer, Karen. You are, you know, you are just the secretary. You don't want to piss Do you remember Ben Urich? Do you remember when you got him killed? <laughs> I'm going to remind you. <laughs> There's a picture of Ben that he just pulls out whenever she oh. makes <laughs> He just shows it to her. <laughs> oh, <never> <laughs> he just says, never forget. <laughs> never forget, Karen. <laughs> oh. So in the next scene, Matt heads to the Nakatomi Plaza. Oh, sorry, the Yakatomi building, not the Nakatomi <laughs> Plaza. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, okay, oh yeah, I, I, I was like, is that the same name? Yeah, you're right, it's Nakatomi and Yakatomi. Yeah, I wrote, actually, it's even in the Easter eggs, and I wrote in my notes the first time, Nakatomi building, I was like, no, it's the Yakatomi building. <laughs> um, where's, uh, or is either of those buildings a real place in, in no, real life? they're both, no. both made up, I checked, so they're oh. both fictional buildings. I think the Yakatomi must be, like, it must be a homage to <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> it has to be, because... You know, I expect that's, more it, things from this thing. building. <laughs> I expect a well. It's in the next episode where Matt has to, um, you know, walk over broken glass. So, but that's walk in the next on, episode. Walk in on. Yeah, oh and Annie Lennox comes and sings. Robin really misses. <laughs> it goes very weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, we get the same visual effect as well as season one, like when Matt's listening to stuff, you know, and it fades, kind of focuses and stuff, which is mm. cool. I, I like that effect. I think it's a nice, subtle way of doing it. Um, then we go into another flashback. Matt and Electra break into... Oh, go on. I'm what? sorry. I forgot to mention this in the first scene. Charlie Cox does this a lot. Uh, this, uh, like, he's, like... You see him kind of, like, babbling to himself incoherently <laughs> as the scene's, like... Oh, yeah, at the end of the scene. I was <laughs> trying to work out what he was saying, because it says on the subtitles like mutters yes, or something I, but I think too. he says unbelievable un I think that's what he says he's like unbelievable un. like this. I was like Matt why are you talking to yourself what's going on I just like I'm, I'm not sure if it's in, that's in the script or not but uh, that, that's fair it's, I like that I like that it's not in the subtitles so I don't I don't know if it would have been in the script but yeah I, I liked that he was sort of like under his, under his breath <laughs> yeah um Matt and Electra break into Fogwell's gym. I wrote in my notes, Matt would never do that now. He would never break the Fogwell's gym glass because he'd be like, Dad! Um, (laughs) Matt tells her... Well, Electra's a bad influence, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Matt tells her about Jack Murdoch and then about Sweeney killing Jack. And we're like, hmm, that's a weird thing to be brought up. Did you say that that Matt broke it? Electra no, Electra did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm but he sorry. would never. But she uses his cane. Yeah, yeah. He would yeah. never. He would never allow it to happen. Now that would have been. That would have been great if the relationship ended right there. No, it's don't. Like, I can't. We can't do this. Right, <laughs> I, I, I thought you with you. Me. It's my dad's gym. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable! 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 <laughs> um. Yeah, it's kind of like okay. Why are they talking about Sweeney? Hmm, that's weird. Hmm. And then we get the. TV series version of the playground fight, including the aftermath. Playground go, guys, go. go. Play, playground fights better. No, it's no, it's not. Oh come on! They they do super brutal violence and stuff, and yet they can't, you know, have a, like a super sex scene. This was all very safe. Yeah, but they're not trying to hurt each other. I, well, they just punched each other in the mouth and then they kiss. I wonder if that hurts at all. <laughs> they're uh, they're going to be like drinking each other's blood. Uh. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's gross. Oh, Electra oh. would love it, though. She's like, ah, oh, pain. 
Oh. We learned that Electra took Capoeiro, ballet, and uh, Mai Tai. Uh, they have their little fight. I like the bit where he gives her a butt slap. I don't know why. Yeah, that, that was hilarious. It's <laughs> very the, demeaning. The look on his face, too. It was just very It was hilarious. demeaning, but yeah, his face was hilarious. <laughs> it's just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It made me laugh. She really like like elbows him in the in the mouth as well. I was like, mm. "Ow!" I was like, "I'm not gonna hit." <laughs> I'm uh, I guess I'll hit. <laughs> and I like when she's like saying about get me, get me, and all this. I I was like, "Please don't be like, oh, I'm not gonna hit a woman because I'll be really annoyed." <sighs> but he like they they he does like give give good back, and then um, yeah, they go into sexy times, and, then and she I kind gives of good wish because that's all we see. She, she really yeah. does. I I kind of wish that that ended sooner than it did because it went on a bit too long. I think I was a bit like, okay, I don't want to see them banging in this gross, <laughs> gross, sweaty boxing ring because <laughs> I just thought, oh, it's gonna be so gross and sweaty. Oh, and you know, like, probably oh, other people, <laughs> and you know, probably other people have had like uh, just like rough, angry sex. In the middle of that ring, probably. Punching oh. each other, and then they, like, got into it, you know. If it happened once, it can happen again. <laughs> Do you think um, this is the first uh, woman that Matt has brought there? Hmm. I don't or know. the last, I should say. Do you think this is the last? No, he said he never opened up to anyone like that before, so... That's true. Do you think for, like, the next, you know, when Electra's like, uh, sorry, Karen later is like, oh, you could come upstairs, and he's like, no, 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 we'll do it do it tomorrow. Do you think he's going to take her to the boxing room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before I make love to all my ladies. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, the, the place where he just, like, you know, yeah. I've never breaks. opened up to anybody here. <laughs> Mm. I just, I, all, all I thought of during this scene, I thought it was uh, better than the the sex scene in the movie in front of the fire because that was ridiculous, <laughs> and because um, oh, it was so bad, and the playground fight because that was ridiculous. At least this oh, one looked like they amazing. actually made contact with each other. Um, but yeah, all I could think of was, oh, it's a sweaty boxing ring. Ah, gross! I love the smell, of the bags, and the sweat. It really gets to me. So gross. And this is where we get the sort of first sort of real tinge, I think, of crazy from Electra when she's like, she keeps saying, get me, get me. But she's kind of getting a bit angry. And I was like, oh, OK. Her hair um, needs to be frizzier. <laughs> not as frizzy as it is in the comics. No, absolutely. It's, it's frizzy. Is, <laughs> no one has no one has frizzy hair like that unless they're in an 80s hair metal band. Exactly. Imagine. I think Matt would like start like running his hands through her hair and be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, what the hell? Become a trap. Take it from me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put my your fingers through my hair. So, <laughs> oh, I almost lost her hair there once. <laughs> <laughs> my wedding ring got caught. <laughs> Is it like Marge Simpson's hair? No. It just eats stuff. <laughs> I, I was like, I don't remember this. <laughs> it's still in there. Uh, yeah, it's still in there, <laughs> along with several birds and mice. Oh, by, by the way, guys, happy anniversary for this week. Oh, Thanks. was it 13 years? 13 years. Oh, that's adorable. Gross. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh, in the guys, next scene... we can't shit on Playground Fight any longer. It's, it's Jennifer Garner's birthday, according to Facebook. <gasps> yeah, I can. Sorry, Jennifer Garner. Love you, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're great in this. You just weren't great in, in Daredevil movies. Sorry. So in the next scene, so in the next scene, Matt is back on the streets. Um, 
and he heads around the back of, of the building uh, to go and listen to the meeting. And we get him throwing his cane away for the first time in this season. Yes! <laughs> Drink! <laughs> Endless supply of those. Although he doesn't really throw it away, he kind of tucks it away for later. Maybe like, they were like, well, he keeps throwing his canes away and... You know, can't he make it really? It. Can't he make it really small? He should just stick it in the back of his pants, like like somebody would fold it up. Pants. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why he doesn't fold it up while he's running. You, you can know what fold I it saw? down to about a, a foot long, I guess. You know what I saw the other day? I saw a lady with like a cane with like a little wheel at the end of it, and she was just rolling it around. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. I feel like I feel like he should have one of those, but like. It would be like a transformer. It would transform into like a tiny little stick vehicle. Oh no, no! He ha- he <laughs> like ha- a little scooter or something. No, no, no! He has, he has the cane with the wheel on it that he rolls around instead of tapping the ground. But in the in a battle, he can he can he can shed he can shed the wheel and it becomes a pizza cutter at the end of a stick. Yeah! Oh. Hey Mel, I gotta <laughs> ask: Were you at a that. baseball field? No. <laughs> Why? Maybe that person was like making lines on the field. You thought they were blind. <laughs> they were just wandering around the field. Hey, look at that train! Like, wow, look at that person wandering around the field. <laughs> oh dear, yeah. Um, well, he did have like his little transformer cane in the uh, in the Daredevil movie, didn't he? Which there's no way he could afford, but you know, see how we keep without coming Melvin back Potter. to that. Just come on, give it up for the Daredevil movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Matt, this is when we see Matt listening to the meeting. Uh, also, Electra is wearing some nice Christian Louboutin shoes. I noticed. They're red and black. I was like, I want those shoes. Shoes. <laughs> and we see Matt on the roof in the background, which is quite a cool shot where it like, focuses on him. Yeah. And then I, doesn't, I, doesn't there, like Japanese businessmen say something like, oh, yeah, this guy, he'll be telling you what our meeting's about, if you can understand it, little lady. Something like that. That's oh, yeah. us. <laughs> so terrible. I just love how Matt's on the roof. It's like, nobody sees me. <laughs> He's clearly <laughs> seen from the other window. Nobody sees me. <laughs> <laughs> Electra knows he's there. <laughs> I like she's wearing, like, the blackened red, because, you know, it's all a, a nice nod to her, comic, her costume in the comics. Um... In the next scene, Karen has listened to us all saying she should be a you know a PI and investigate, and she heads to the New York Bulletin to go and look for Ellison to talk about the Frank Castle article. Um, did you guys see the big whiteboard on the wall? Uh, yes. No. It, it had it? some of the cases. I did. It had some of the cases that were they were writing about at the time, and I thought, oh, maybe there's some Easter eggs. No, it's just really, really depressing. Shall I read it to you? Yes, sure. <laughs> um, well, the, the first one is, is good, but the rest of them you're like, oh, no, I'm depressed, because it's kind of like real life. So the first one was Black Lives Matter demo, so they're covering that, which is awesome. Then it goes into accusation of police brutality, increase of gun crime, uh, fire on the Upper West Side, police shooting, and child molestation. I was oh like, oh, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, that's they, what the, the bulletin's covering this week. They couldn't drop uh, Jessica Jones rocks, like, thing at the bottom or something. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of Easter egg, because we're looking for it, obviously. Well, there are Easter eggs in this scene, so, yeah. Yeah, in a, in a moment. Um, yeah, were you guys sad when they mentioned Ben? Because I was. I wrote yes. I drew a little sad face in my notes. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's right. Ben should be here. Not you, dummy. Yeah, do you remember how he died, Karen? Oh, yeah, you killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. Yes. 
So I like knew that I hadn't when this season started. I knew that I hadn't watched the season finale for last year because I was kind of saving it for some reason. <laughs> but then when I went oh, to watch, seen it? I've seen it now. But a few oh, weeks okay. ago, I hadn't seen it. But then when I went to watch it, I realized that I hadn't seen the next to last episode either. I'm like, whoa! Oh, wow. I thought ben, like that's the one where Ben dies. And I was wondering why he was still alive, but somehow I had heard that he had died, and I was just wondering why he was still alive. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so confusing. Yeah. <laughs> and he just appears and goes, "Will the speculation <laughs> of my death has been greatly exaggerated?" <laughs> and winks at you. <laughs> um, yeah, and Karen finds out or, or says that there's no evidence that. Frank Castle served in the military in any of these articles. And so she wants to dig back back through the back issues um, for info. And we get a little Easter egg here where Ellison says that all the servers were wiped in the incident. So now they're keeping physical copies, I guess. And he's just like, yeah, totally. Look back through all the stuff. The Chitari hacked our network and uh, brought down our LAN. So, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm evil now. Seeing as we're having a Spider-Man movie, can we get the bugle? Please. I want J. Jonah Jameson. No, he's got to be yelling at Ellison. Now. <laughs> oh, I know. Boo. Uh, it's yeah. We I just want. Him. I want the bugle. We then we can have the pulse. <laughs> so then, in the next scene, Matt is listening to the meeting. Um, Electra uses her James Bond pen to hack the server. Yeah. And the meeting gets cancelled. That was my notes for that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else happened in that scene. That's about it. Yeah, but she's got some real, like, James Bond tech. I was like, where did she get this from? Mm. Yeah, so I'm wondering what the motivation here is. Like, uh, she's there meeting with Roxanne to do business with them? Well, it's because she said a lot of her father's wealth is tied up in Roxanne. Right. And in the Japanese uh, section of Roxanne, which we talk about later. So are we assuming... Um, like I, I, I take this information and I just assume that a like uh, she wanted to get untied from Roxanne. So uh, speaking of uh, uh, Kimbatu, but right, right, Kim Kimbatu, <laughs> yeah, tie, Japanese untied. bondage, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she wants to get untied from uh, Roxanne. So she hacks the network, gets untied from Roxanne, and then uh, all you know, Roxanne is is super buds because they're the Japanese arm. They're super buds with the Yakuza and they send her after Electra and Electra. I think so. Yeah. And Electra knows that's going to happen. I'm, yeah, I think that's what the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, sorry. Skipping ahead. Yeah. Uh, so in the next scene, we're at Josie's. Yay. Yeah. And we get some gray olives. Why is that yay? Why is that yay? Yay. We're at Josie's because I love seeing Josie's. What is more gross, having sex in that boxing ring or a grey olive? <laughs> having sex on Josie's pool table. Oh! Yeah. Feeding each other grey olives. Yeah. I'm not sure why they like this place, really. Yeah. <laughs> this is cheap. <laughs> uh, I would probably go elsewhere anyway. The, the staff is, is unfriendly. It's dirty in there. They have grey olives. You can't drink the water. <laughs> <laughs> Because you can you can uh, buy buy cheap ugly poppies from Josie's as we saw in the ad in the first episode. They're <laughs> ugly, but they are cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and they know that me and Claire were there, and they're like, "We can't go to a different Luke's place. Let's blow that place up." It's always yeah, Josie's. Whatever. 
Josie's. I would totally go to Luke's place over Josie's though, because at least it's clean. Because like Luke's yeah. cleaning it up, like like you know. And he's got that weird also, old guy working there. Oh, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> also, we need we need Turk to be thrown through the window of Josie's in season three, please, please. That little <laughs> tiny window. <laughs> that little tiny window. I want to see Rob Morgan being thrown through that window. Are we gonna? Are we gonna? Are we gonna see Turk anymore? Um, uh, moving on. Okay, so, uh... <laughs> no, because he's been thrown through a tiny window. <laughs> he got stuck halfway through. Ah! Well, he's he's probably gone back to jail, hasn't he? Because, like, you know, like in the first episode, he's like, I'm going to go back to jail. Oh, come on, man. And, like, Daredevil threw his keys away. And he's just like, yeah. So he's having a bad day. Yeah. Um,. So we uh, see that Foggy has met up with jo- uh, with Josie, with Marcy. Marcy. We were happy to see that because I love her. I love Marcy so much. Yeah. I like her more now, I think. I love that she just realizes that she's a sad sack as well. You know, like, <laughs> like she's just like, oh, yeah, let's just get drunk and, you know, and have sex and, <laughs> you know, basically be friends yeah. with benefits. I love it. I, I think, I, oh, I think they're adorable. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate the fact that I, I hated the fact I hated her when she when they began that she was working for Lamb and Exact. But then when she helped them out, I definitely gave gave more of a shit about her. And it was nice that we got to uh, find out where she ends up working next. Mm. Also, we find out that Foggy's type is cute and blonde. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, so Karen, Karen is his type, but so is Marcy. Ah, oh. so Marcy is now working for HTMB, which is of course Hogarth, Chow, and Benowitz. The same law firm that uh, uh, Hogarth works for in Jessica Jones. So apparently, uh, it's still going. It wasn't taken down because of their handling of a uh, purple man, and of course the uh, the whole murder scene of uh, Hogarth's wife. Uh, Even more shocking, Hogarth is still a partner. Yeah, because if Hogarth had been thrown under the bus, she would have you know, been disbarred, but obviously she hasn't been, so she's still a working lawyer and a partner. No, the only person thrown under a bus was uh, Luke Cage's wife. Boom! No! <laughs> too soon, too soon. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> we find out as well that um, DA Reyes is building a case against vigilantes and using uh, Frank Castle as the precedent, and then she's going to go after... Uh, Daredevil as well, or otherwise known as the horny one. <laughs> he was in Fogwells earlier, I guess. Yeah, they got this strange plot here where, like, uh, a person is trying to run for public office using fear. I just don't get how that how realistic that can actually be. Ooh, yeah. sounds, like a, sounds like a political party I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And did you guys like the, the reference to Jessica Jones? Yes. Yes. Well, it was like a dis- like a not even discreet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't. It was flat out. They could have said, "Oh, yeah, there's this vigilante that you know is uh, you know the law firm and all this that we know of this female or female vigilante or something." It was very <laughs> in your face. It was like she's called Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get you. <laughs> yeah, that was cool though, having her mentioned. You know. Yeah, nice link to Jessica Jones in the series. Everything's connected to Jeff Lowe. Yes. Mm. Uh, in the next scene, Karen is back, um, still at the bulletin with Ellison, 
and she's not found any info on Frank Castle until Ellison remembers a case uh, years ago, uh, well, previously on that date. Convenient. So, uh, yeah, he's <laughs> like, hmm, hang on a sec. Oh, you remember this? It's in this, well, I think it's this newspaper right here. Yes, here it is. Maybe Ellison has, um, similar to Fox Mulder, has a genie. So he just made a wish. Yeah, he does. Definitely does. I've seen this week's episode. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So we find out that there was a three-gang massacre in Central Park. It was the Mexican cartel, the Dogs of Hell, and the Kitchen Irish. And then Karen from that works out that Frank's family was killed at the carousel. Yeah, and if you were watching the episode this past Thursday, you'd be like, wow, this is the anniversary of the Castle family being murdered. (laughs) Because they call out April 14th. Oh, yeah. You could, like, I don't know, go on a carousel in their honor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What else could you do? <laughs> yeah. Adop- adopt a dog. Call it Max in their honor. Aww. Yeah. Done. There I'll tell my wife, there's a reason to have it get a dog. See, we have to do it to honor Frank Castle's family. <laughs> hmm. And I'm sure she won't roll her eyes at you. She's <laughs> never done that. She believes yeah. everything I say. Uh, uh, yeah it was weird that ellison remember oh i remember this one case Uh i wonder if he like knew already yeah i don't know because it was like it was very it was very convenient I know. Maybe. Oh, maybe Ben Urich is is haunting the bulletin, and he whispered in uh, Ellison's ear. So we're going to get Ghost Ben Urich. I miss living Ben Urich. That must be. (laughs) He's going to appear like the ghost of Obi Wan Kenobi. (laughs) Use the Force, Karen Page. (laughs) We should bring Joey Pants into this TV show and be like, "Yeah, I'm the uh, I'm the cousin of uh, Ben Urich. We got the same name." (laughs) Yeah. Check, check out my hat and my sweet tinted glasses. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind Joe Pants being it. Joe Pants is awesome, but not as Ben Yurick. Although I would like Ben Yurick to be back because yes. I love I love him. It's just wrong. He's not coming back apart from as a ghost, a ghost. <laughs> so then we are at Matt and Karen's date at a fancy restaurant. Um, it's interrupted when Matt gets a call from Electra. My note for this scene is Matt needs a Wesley. As in, like, the Kingpin had a Wesley to recommend wines. That's what Matt needs. Yeah. <laughs> he needs, like, to be like, I need to know about wines. And then, like, Wesley needs to come up and go, Sir, I would recommend this one. <laughs> Thanks, Wesley. <laughs> yes. That would be cool. Re- a ghost Wesley. What did, ghost Wesley. <laughs> what did you think of this scene, Mel, in terms of awkwardness? Because you were saying some of the awkwardness with Matt and Karen worked in this episode more than others. Uh, I thought their date worked out pretty well. The second part of their date. It was like oh, super yeah. awkward, but I don't know. I didn't know why they stopped where they stopped. I didn't get his reasoning, really. What do you mean? In this in this restaurant, or? No, at the end of the date. Oh. Why? oh. He's like, I'm not going to go. Because he's a, he's a Catholic, you know. <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah. Saving well, I, I the boxing ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's going to take it to the boxing ring the next day. <laughs> I can't have sex in a nice clean bed. It has to be a sweaty day boxing ring. Oh, <laughs> oh, where my dad's blood is still in the mat. Oh, gross. Mm. That's so gross. Um, so he gets the call from Electra and she says that she's aware of him on the rooftop and tells him to keep the money and then fires him. And she obviously right. knows that that means he's going to 
come by and be like, "What the hell, Electra?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a that was that was a one part of her plan where it was like, "Yeah, she must really know him to know that he'd actually come after her." Mm. She also knows that they're in this particular restaurant, so presumably she's watching them. So I'm guessing she now knows that he's uh, dating Karen as well. So she might not be too happy about that. Uh, so in our last flashback, I believe, oh, Matt and oh, Electra. Oh, I'm sorry. I just, I'm sorry, Clara. Keep interrupting you. Yeah. Um, that I loved. I loved the location for uh, there's the second part of the, at the Indian we're, restaurant. We're not up to there yet, Robin. You're skipping ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we went all the way to the end of the <laughs> no, street. No. No. No, stop skipping ahead, Robin. I loved it anyway. <laughs> Skipped. Anyway, skipping to the next scene. Uh, the next scene is the flashback, and it's where Matt and Electra break into what he thinks is a house of a friend of her father's or something. And they eat and drink and break glasses, and then they uh, Matt is shocked when Sweeney arrives. Yeah. What a twist. One of my favorite subtitles is them coming going into the house, and uh, the subtitle says... Electra sucks teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I saw oh, that sometimes. Really? Well. I hate it when people suck. Why do people suck their teeth? Like, oh, it's horrible. I don't even know why the subtitles to. need to point that out. It's just like, really? I don't know. Uh, so this is where Matt catches the jar of pickles without looking. I thought that was quite impressive. I don't yeah, know how many Charlie takes they Cox. have to do. Yeah, that was impressive. Amazing. Uh, and then, yeah, she eats cheese off his cheese board. This was weird. Knife. <laughs> <laughs> Why was it weird, Mel? It was weird. Like, like I don't know. And it was weird. And that was awkward when she was trying to, like, feed the cheese, like, from this gigantic knife. And he was like, um, 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 like, trying to bite it. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> I always like to cut the cheese on a washboard. Mm. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> You literally could cut remember. cheese on those apps. <laughs> yeah. You don't remember? What do you remember? I don't remember this cheese eating scene. I watched the episode <laughs> twice, and I guess I zoned out both times. <laughs> this out. You zoned out when she had a gigantic knife held over his chest. <laughs> I don't remember Jeez, that. <laughs> Would have been, been funny if this ended in a trip to the ER. <laughs> How would they explain it? Somehow I got a uh, jar of pickles to the cheese? crotch. And- You've got knocked out by a jar of pickles and you have a bit of cheese like stabbed into your abdomen. What happens there? Oh. Oh. <laughs> a toxicology test on this substance <laughs> on his chest. Just what is this? Oh my god, it's able- pus. Oh no, it's cheese. <laughs> you won't be able to have kids anymore. Oh, also, you're going to die because you're now impaled with a knife. So. <laughs> I mean, which sorry, is the worst news, I guess. Electra remembers her Greek heritage because she starts smashing uh, stuff all over the floor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Greek! Hooray! Maybe she's like, she's like thinking, oh, we're getting married now. This is her. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. They start like dancing to Zorba the Greek. (laughs) Yes. Were they speaking French when they drove up? Wasn't there something about that in season one about, I guess, what languages they learned or something? Uh, in season one, um, he was learning Spanish. Matt was, uh, I think. Yeah, not French. And they joke about him learning Greek, and he's like, no, why would I need to learn Greek when she already speaks Greek because she's Greek? Because she's Greek! <laughs> but she's but she's French. Um, and 
we uh, also get. What did you guys think though when when like Sweeney turned up at the end? Were you shocked? Oh, did you go scandal? Oh, I was really surprised. The only reason yeah. I thought it might happen was because they mentioned Sweeney. Like like Matt earlier in the episode didn't just go, oh yeah, this guy killed my dad. You know, he actually went, oh, there was this guy. His name was this. He killed him because of this, because of organized crime. By the way, this was his name. You're like, well, that's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, so, that guy was so repulsive in season one that I was very happy to see him show up because I knew something terrible was going to happen to him. He's, he's the guy that apparently made um, John Patrick Hayden actually angry <laughs> when he said that line. Do you remember? Yeah. And it was like, oh, you can still have other kids. And he yeah. said that when he did that scene, he was like, oh, what an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a great uh, face, too. Uh, it takes a lot of yeah, looks, that face. <laughs> yeah. But definitely. I let the makeup when he's been, like, punched out. He's, like, his face is really swollen. So... Robin, here you go. In the next scene, Matt and Karen, are, um, or Matt decides they should leave the restaurant. Karen says, I know an awesome Indian restaurant, and they go there. Yeah, I, that was amazing. I love this place. I want to go there. <laughs> I know, me too. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous place. So pretty. And we find out Karen's from Vermont. Yay! We knew that already. Oh, we did? Yeah. I didn't. I yeah, didn't. She's, men- she's mentioned it before. When? I'm sure. Tell me when. Oh. Earlier in this season or last season? I know it's been mentioned, though. Twit pick or it didn't happen. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're the one who said his name was Jimmy Grote, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just didn't remember. Sorry. So I was very happy. And yes, uh, the, the most ethnic food you can get here is French fries. It's true. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> yeah. She's, she lives in a town or she lived in a town in Vermont with, that had 400 people. Yeah. Uh, Matt like says that he's he's more comfortable with the cheap stuff, which I like because I think that suits the character. You know, he hasn't got fancy fancy tastes, and um, we sort of see that. You know, with when he's with Electra, that so he's not comfortable with it. Well, I just think he, you know, that's why he likes Josie's. He would much rather be at Josie's. I think he feels more comfortable in a place like Josie's because it's cheap and it's. Um, local when he's more comfortable there he doesn't really feel comfortable at these like swanky parties he doesn't fit in there yeah how does he know he's blind <laughs> <laughs> well because he's wearing I, a brown velour suit <laughs> i thought i thought he looked fine in there fitting in is not like uh, necessarily about looks though it can be about feeling too sure, like, if people reject you then you don't feel like you fit in and obviously everybody was trying to kick him out so yeah yeah, because he, he he was wearing a brown velour suit. <laughs> it was horrible. Hey, it was I can't get over that suit. I don't know what's. I don't know what gave me more of a panic attack: that suit or the boxing gym, the boxing ring scene. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like how in this date here, uh, Matt being a blind man is like, hey, what are we about to eat? And and, Jer- and Karen's like, oh, who cares? I have wine, you know. Like, no, no, no. no. Tell me what we're gonna eat. <laughs> I don't want to just put something in my mouth that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. That's what they do at the uh, the Dan's Le Noir restaurant that my mum and dad went to. You guys heard about those restaurants? You know the ones where you dine in the dark? Yes, yeah, they have one yeah. in Montreal, apparently. Yeah, we, we sent my mum and dad to it, and my, my mum was like, my mum was really panicking about it because she's really fussy with food. But the, the, I was a bit sneaky and I bought it as for my dad as a present, and I was like, well, you can't have dad have his present by himself. So <laughs> she had to go. 
But she said the food was really nice. They had no idea what they were going to eat because they don't tell you either. But it was, I think, like they had a, the starter was like wood pigeon or something. It was really like excellently cooked. And I can't remember what they had for the main. Interesting. Um, yeah, but they like, you know, it's just trying something different without knowing what it is. Yeah, that's sometimes it's fun to do that stuff. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you have an allergy and if he's like, hey, what are we about to eat and she's like yeah who cares and he's like well i'm have a deadly allergy to peanuts so please tell me what we're about to eat that would be different <laughs> yeah i swear we've seen this restaurant i've seen this restaurant before at least in something i've else. seen it in a, in a film before yeah definitely are you do you know yeah. what film you're thinking of no I, not off the top of my head but i've definitely seen it in something like, else it's like west anderson west anderson film or a baz Luhrmann film or something like that i just mm. not sure I, I don't know. It's something that's been filmed on on location in New York. Yeah. So I don't think it would have been either of Beautiful those place directors. I go. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, in the next scene, Matt and Karen walk home and they sit outside Karen's place and they kiss. This was cute. And then they kiss and they kiss and they, it was cute. And the, the other thing, I don't know if you guys agree, that made me go, oh, is that, like, I remember when we talked about season one, I noted that, um, and also, I think in the episode where Karen visited Matt, like a couple of episodes ago, um, as soon as he's with Karen, he puts his glasses on because he kind of puts up his defences. And we see him do that a lot. When Karen enters the room, he'll put on his glasses. And in this scene, he's not wearing his glasses. And I think it might be the first time. And I was like, oh, it's so cute. Aww. He's letting down his guard. Oh, it's, uh, it's felt like a natural, realistic date, end of a date. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly, and I like the the way he just goes, "Oh, I'm going to kiss you then," you know, because it's like, yeah. you know, it, yeah, it felt very natural. It was, mm. I liked it. It was nice. And quite the bit, oh, go on, quite, di- quite different in exact opposite of the spectrum of the Electra cliched movie bad girl relationship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and oh, it's, it's yeah. a you got to have a, a, an amazing amount of willpower to ha- be making out with Karen Page and have her be like whispering to you like come on upstairs and have, and say no to that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fear of yeah. God will do that to you. Uh, that's true. <laughs> and <laughs> so I have to say, I felt a little a little bit sad at the bit where they say good night, Mr. Murdoch. Good night, Miss Page. Only because my I'm not like a massive fan of the Karen and Matt relationship from the comics. The only real story I would say that got me to be invested in their relationship was the Daredevil Yellow miniseries. And it just reminded me of like a line out of that. And it made me go a bit like, (laughs) so I don't know why it made me a bit sad because spoilers, their relationship does not end well in the comics. Not going to say why. But then none of Matt's relationships end well in the comics, you know. Uh, as uh, And then as Matt, I, I love, this is probably my favourite moment of the episode. I think it kind of is a nice summation of kind of, of Daredevil and why, why Matt does what he does. He's walking away and he's all happy and he's kind of in a little dream world and it's kind of quiet. Yes. And then as he's walking away, sort of the real New York slowly seeps back in and there's noise and it intrudes back in on him and he just looks tired and worn out. And then at the very end of the shot, there's like a red flash of light on his face. I thought that was really cool. Cause it's kind and of, then like, he's like, why do I love this place again? <laughs> yeah. He's like, why? why? They really I, love I love, I love that moment. I thought that moment was so good. Why does New York make me feel safe? What? 
<laughs> they really leaned on he the loves, dark. He loves New York because they have the M&M store in Times Square, which is no. pretty nice. <laughs> was about to put on his suit and go kick some butt or something. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah we don't see him at all in his suit in this episode. Well, sure, he doesn't have it. He doesn't know he doesn't have it, but he doesn't have it. (laughs) So then we get the last flashback and Electra has tied up Sweeney and is encouraging Matt to kill him. And this is full on Electra crazy. Hmm. Yeah. And Matt strangely She's like getting super turned on by Matt punching him. Like she's in the background, like almost orgasming. Yeah, it was really gross. (laughs) Why Why are you all hot and heavy about murder? That's weird. Mm. Sweeney somehow like grows bruises on his face as Matt Murdock throws fists near his face over and over again. Yeah, was, yeah. This was terrible. <laughs> terrible. The bruises <laughs> popped up real quick. Yeah, it was like. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did not believe any of those those fists connected with his face. It was it was pretty terribly filmed. Oh, I didn't even know. I, I didn't even notice. He was actually kind of just bitch slapping him. It didn't look yeah. like he very hard. He didn't I don't think I was really watching like the fist connecting though. I think I was watching like more Matt and, uh, and Electra. So I don't think I actually watched the fists connecting. So I didn't. I didn't notice. But I was watching kind of them because Electra was like getting super turned on, and Matt was like on the verge of crying. And I was just like, oh, poor Matt. It was sad. Electra yeah. was really disappointed when he refused to. Uh, she wanted to slit his throat. Not even yeah. like. Beat him to death, like oh, slit his throat. Um, no. <laughs> let's, have, let's have sex in the puddle of blood. <laughs> she probably would have said that. <laughs> let's yeah, paint each other. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, that's so, how he got the idea for his red costume. So I wonder <laughs> if like this is going to come back on Matt in a future flashback. Like he's going to have to deal with Sweeney now that Sweeney knows who he is and is apparently has gone to jail after this. Um, is he going to have to deal with people coming after him or whatever? Well, we don't know that Sweeney went to jail. We, I mean, unless the police traced the call because he never said the address. So they could have just left Sweeney there to die. I don't know. They probably um, traced the calls. And he called 911, which prob- I'm assuming usually traces a call. I mean, um, uh, and he does say, I'd like to report the location of a wanted felon. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming, but I don't know, maybe he didn't stay on the phone line. I don't, I don't know how it works. Uh, if any of our yeah. listeners know, if you are wanted felons, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> so we get well, to that was our ten last... years ago. Oh. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Ten years ago. Yeah, maybe he's still there and he haunts that house <laughs> to this very day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, the ghost of Sweeney. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, he just goes around, floats around eating cheese and pickles. Um, the demon so Matt... Baker Street. <laughs> Matt meets uh, Electra at her penthouse and he asks her about that night and then Electra casually says oh by the way the Yakuza are coming and he's like what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah and we see Electra in her red robe which is obviously a nod at her costume in the comics and we see kind of her workout costume here as well with the red and the black that she puts on Mm Mm-hmm so yeah, I was kind of annoyed that they dropped it here, but you know this is the binge watch format, so they probably assume they want to get you to watch the next episode. So we just, start to hear the motorbikes in the background yeah. and the elevator. So obviously, where you know that must be the Yakuza. And she's got so. she's got his costume. So she knows he's Daredevil as well, and she yeah. tells him that he has a glorious darkness inside him. 
this is also where she says she mentions Asano Robotics by name, um, which is the Japanese branch of Roxxon. And Asano Robotics, do you guys remember from season one? Nope. Asano Robotics was the name in Japanese on the crate that the Black Sky kid was in that Nobu got delivered to the docks. So Nobu was also affiliated with Asano. Oh. Please bring. I have I have an back. Asano Robotics T-shirt. I wore it when we interviewed uh, Peter Shinkoda. Nice. Are we Please see bring Ro- who? Robo Nobu. <laughs> Robo Nobu. <laughs> yes, I was thinking Ghost Nobu, but Robo Nobu is even better. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he comes mm. back as like I don't know, like Robocop. Yeah, I I really liked the episode stick last season, but I wasn't satisfied with how none of that got tied up or whatever. Um, and you know, make me believe more into the supernatural side of Daredevil. So I'm really hoping season two pays a little bit of that off with the Electra being involved in Yakuza and all that. No. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, you cut out. You said I wasn't satisfied with, and then it went dead. I was like, with, with what? Oh, what do you oh, mean? Oh, sorry, I wasn't satisfied <laughs> with the black the way Black Sky ended in Sting. Uh, sting. Stick. And, uh, sting? <laughs> <laughs> Rock <Sorry>. song. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh my, God. oh, my God, you totally derailed me with that one. Wow. Yes. Well, maybe, I mean, this is obviously, we get, you know, the Yakuza. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Yakuza are affiliated with Asano Robotics, who the hand, um, you know, Nobu possibly were affiliated with. So we'll have to see. We'll see. Won't we? Wink. Anyway, Easter eggs, anyone? Hmm. Yeah. You feeling hungry, Will? Yes, I'm starving. Awesome. I have a few this week. So put on your red key. Put on your red key. (laughs) Shut up, Robin. (laughs) So Electra, uh, the character was introduced in uh, issue of Daredevil uh, issue one six eight in nineteen eighty one by Frank Miller. She was introduced in the same issue that introduced the character of Grotto. Ah. Um. The moment where they. Electra and Matt go for a joyride in a red sports car is a nod to Man Without Fear by Frank Miller and John Romita Jr. as well, in which they also go for a uh, ride in a red sports car. Um, there is a headline of one of the newspapers, I don't know if you guys noticed, in uh, the archive when Karen's in there. I think it's the one that Ellison picks up, and the headline reads, Broadway, Bimbo's Busted. And that made <laughs> <Yeah>. me laugh. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> And it was like really close up and looked like something out of Moulin Rouge. (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) It was really funny. Uh, And the newspapers in the bulletin office, uh, the headlines, we've seen at least one of them before, which says Battle of New York, which obviously is a reference to um, uh, the Avengers. There is also one that says something like Brawl in Harlem. It mentions Harlem, which is a reference to the Incredible Hulk movie because the Hulk destroyed Harlem. There's one that says something about the Stark Tower has been destroyed, which is obviously another reference to the Avengers. And then there's one that says Cybertech Settles. And in uh, a little link to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, Cybertech is the company that creates Deathlock in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so there we go. Uh, they're also the ones that create Robu Nobu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, those are your Easter eggs for this week, guys. Are you nice and full? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, then let's get to some quotes. I think you're giving me diabetes, though. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Next week, I will have some actual Easter eggs that contain little chicks and no chocolate. Okay, crunchy chicks. Mm. You can just be surrounded by little baby chirping chicks. Like, oh, I can't eat them? No. Oh. <laughs> not, till, not till they're all grown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyone got any quotes? Uh, I've got nope. like three. <laughs> I have one. Uh, are you pompous jackasses? Uh, well, we're not pompous. <laughs> made me laugh. <laughs> that was one of mine. <laughs> that was Matt and I think like the the butler. Yeah. The server guy. Yeah. Go on, Robin. You're the only person I can trust. Well, sweetheart, you don't break into my house and then talk to me about trust. Yeah. yeah. That was also in one of the trailers. That's a cool, a cool line. Yeah. Will, do you have any quotes? Uh, just the one about the coffee. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. It's Why did you, you could shout, get me, like Electra, repeatedly, getting more crazy with each turn. Uh, there you go. Say, get me. Get me. Get me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have another one. I think it's illegal driving under the influence of blindness. I like that one. <laughs> Uh, I convinced District Attorney Reyes to scratch names Nelson Murdoch off her shit list. Wow, there's an actual list? (laughs) Yeah, I like that one as well. Mel, do you have any quotes? Or you're going on my shit list? You're going on my shit list, Mel? I don't. I can be honest. I don't mind. I have an actual list. So far it says Mel. That's it. (laughs) I I actually have a very, very short note I forgot to mention. Again, referring back to the title of Kimbaku, the the tying up and stuff like that, I love that when uh, Matt and Elektra drive up to Sweeney's house, that Mm -hmm. on the stereo is playing uh, the Distillers song, Die on a Rope. Yeah, I thought it's the Distillers. I didn't know the song, but I recognized the band. I thought it should have been uh, Evanescence just for an Easter egg. (laughs) Uh. But it oh should God, be, like, yeah. not a song from the film. It should be, like, oh, God, I don't know any other... What's the other evidence? Call me when you're sober. Like, what's <laughs> the one about underwater? I'm going, I'm going under. <laughs> I will say, I mild spoilers <laughs> for the next episode, there's an awesome song at the start of the next episode that I was singing along with. Wake me up inside. <laughs> Is it that one? wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Sedna, would you like to read? Uh, Sedna, would you send uh, Mel? Here? Sedna, would you like to read an email from Mel? Mel, would you like to read an email from Sedna? No. Yes. <laughs> her, her email is entitled "Hi, I'm Sedna, and I need to share." <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is this is becoming like Daredevil Anonymous. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in the Skype now. There you go. Oh my god, it's so long. <laughs> That's what she said. There's also a oh, there's also a Tumblr which I think is just a GIF. Yeah, it's just Matt uh, smacking Electra's ass. Okay, I'll check it out while I'm reading. Okay, college flashback. Woohoo! (laughs) Those were some of my favorite bits of season one. Shame we only get a fleeting glimpse of Foggy here, but still, check out Matt's corduroy velvet jacket. (laughs) Exactly. He's such an adorable dork. (laughs) What does she see in him? I wonder if there's anything more to this first meeting. (laughs) 
their whole relationship basis is she's fucking with him. They're like pigtail pulling kids in a playground, play fighting, her goading him to do bad shit for kicks. You can see it's irresistible for Matt not to have to hide his fearsome ninja skills from her. <laughs> How did she know though? Fave bit when she smacks her her at or when he smacks her ass here, and then she has a link of a gif. With yeah, I'll put it in the group. Hee <laughs> hee. I'm, I'm looking at it now. About the playground scene. The playground uh, scene. It's hilarious because he because sm- he like smiles like hey, hey I did that. <laughs> I smacked her ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just love Matt, Matt and Karen too, though. So awkward in the posh place, but so at home with chicken tikka masala in the Indian restaurant. Is that what it was? I don't know. You didn't say. She like Maybe. she's just like guessing. Are you just guessing? Maybe Sedna, Sedna recognized the dish. I don't know. You live in New York, Sedna. I don't really like Indian food. I like I prefer Thai because Indian doesn't have much taste to me. Like Thai what? does. It's more aromatic. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Good. <laughs> Never had a good curry. Yeah, I just don't. It is. I love I love Thai curry. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I I can't say I agree with you. Although I do it's like right, you're already on my shit list, so it's fine. yeah, I know, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> I, I can say whatever I want now. <laughs> you're free. <laughs> um, anyways, she said that they got chicken tikka masala, but she wants gel freezy for her for herself. Mm. Oh. No, Am I, I pronouncing that right? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, gel free, gel freezy. I've never had that. Um. Her describing that amazing ceiling, I've got a string of those chili lights, and for what it's worth, here's my theory as to why Matt turns her down on the stoop. If he went up with her for sexy times, as soon as the shirt came off, she'd be like, holy shit, Matt, how did you get those fucking scars? Is this anything <laughs> to do with that car accident bullshit when I brought you that monk- the monkey balloon? Because it looks <laughs> it looks more like you got disemboweled with a fucking meat cleaver at WTF, and then yeah. you'd have to come clean. But yeah, he's this, not ready to tell her he's DD yet. This crazy chick I used to date used to cut cheese on my chest, so that's what happened. <laughs> you like, was that from the car crash? And you'd be like, oh no, that was when I had, got into a fight with a ninja. Uh, what? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> it's very true that he brings disaster to everything he touches. No shit, Sherlock, Matt. You deserve to be happy. Oh. And I adore the scene where he sets off home with a blissful glow of love, then slowly the sounds of this city come back into focus, and there's still bad shit going down. A passerby bashes into him, and soon he's preoccupied with his mission again. <laughs> I'm not sure that's how you meant it, Sedna. Mission? <laughs> but she had it in quotes, so I was like, how am I supposed to read it? <laughs> uh, by the way, Cadbury's is the best chocolate in the world, and avocados are the food of the gods. Oh, I don't like Cadbury's. I don't like avocados. I like avocados. I'm not sure about Cadbury's. I just like chocolate. Uh, I'm like, I, you, do, do you guys have Cadbury's? You must have. Yeah, I, I think do. so. Cadbury cream oh. egg. My friend went to Cadbury Land the other day, which is like the factory. thingy. Yeah. <laughs> I must go to Cadbury Land. <laughs> I think Mars chocolate is nicer. Thank you, Sedna, by the way. And we're talking about chocolate. Now I'm hungry. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thank you. Matt or Robin, would either of you like to read an email from Heidi? Ooh, sure. <laughs> yeah? yeah. A, well, I'm sorry you're so bored by Heidi's feedback, Robin. <laughs> sorry, the coffee's now, you really, now, Heidi, you really know how Robin feels about you. <laughs> she says, 
She's, oh, uh, she says, hey guys, go home, Electra. I really don't dislike the character, but I was so happy Matt and Karen were finally getting together. Karen means business. She threatens the coffee. <laughs> I love, <laughs> I'm going to beat that coffee. No. Uh, <laughs> I, lo- I love scenes with the three of them, even when they're arguing. So Electra knows about Matt's powers. Hmm, I wonder if this will be a problem. It's nice to get the backstory right at the beginning. I've seen the Electra movie, but I really don't remember it, and I have no other knowledge of the character. I think you're in a good place, Heidi. Uh, <laughs> although you missed an amazing performance by Jennifer Gurney. Sorry, it's <laughs> me editorializing. Uh, Heidi continues, Jessica Jones! Jessica Jones! Yay for a mention! <laughs> Wait, does Marcy work for Hogarth? Or at that law firm, anyway? <laughs> I think Karen needs to go work with Jessica. She's better suited as a PI than a secretary. <laughs> True. Yeah. Nailed it. I'm pretty sure. She's a I'll... bad secretary. She's always running off. Like. <laughs> yeah. I wanted some coffee and she's not even, she's threatening the coffee. I don't get it. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure all they're going to get is that one perfect night. Sub. I'm really shipping them guys and I'm going to get oh. my heart broken. <laughs> Until Aww. next time, I'll be over here crying in the corner, Heidi. Oh, Heidi. <laughs> oh, Heidi. Thanks, Heidi. Okay. You're so tired of being chocolate. here, aren't you, Heidi? Those coffee cups that she got them in the beginning, they were like, yeah. they're short and fat. Like, they're like yeah. wider than I'm used to seeing in coffee cups. So I thought she got the mini ice creams. <laughs> <laughs> they are, because I've got, I've got some of the cups and I've got my ceramic one that um, I was bought by, by Angie, John, and Cooper in New York. And um, I and the ceramic one is like kind of short and, and smaller than a, a coffee cup you'd get in the UK as well. So. Yeah, I, got, I thought she got them like little McFlurries or something. Oh, McFlurry! <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could eat McFlurries still. Damn it! Um, thank you, Heidi. We have one last email from Caroline. I will read this one. It's entitled "Thoughts on Romance and Powers." Dear everyone. I really... Hi, that that includes you, Will. Yay! Um, I really enjoyed listening to you guys discuss romance in the last episode. I completely agree with Mel that it's annoying when characters sleep together instantly. Yeah. And while this show, especially this episode, isn't perfect in that regard, they've done a pretty alright job. Until season two, episode four, the main female protagonist of, of the show had never kissed anyone. And the lead character had all of one kiss. And interestingly, that one time he did kiss Claire last season, the writers had originally intended for them to sleep together, but then realised it made no sense for Claire's character, which was absolutely the right choice. That, that is interesting, actually, the fact that thinking about it, like Karen, this is Karen's first kiss in the show, and she is the female protagonist, and mm. it's only the second kiss for the male protagonist. Yeah. Uh, and they're both they're both like single characters, you know. Yeah, that's um, good. I'm like that. I'm like that kid from the Princess Bride. I get, get back, get past the. <laughs> yeah, no smooching. <laughs> Unfortunately, the series starts in the wake of her sleeping with her coworker. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh wait, she didn't, sleep with she, didn't, she didn't sleep with him. Never mind. She they, they got knocked out at a bar. Right, <laughs> they were on a date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so carrying on with Caroline's email. And one quick thought on powers. You guys were speculating last week about why Max didn't notice Electra right, right away. I think that was simply that he wasn't paying attention. This version of the character doesn't have crazy senses 24-7. Although when he does, they can be really crazy. 
He needs to concentrate a bit in order to sense things. From his uh, point of view, you see him needing to stop and focus to hear heartbeats, and you see him groping around and hanging on to people even when there's no one around that he's hiding his powers from. And they even explicitly state it at least once last season, where after hanging up the phone, Foggy asks, Matt, asks if Matt overheard the conversation, and he replies, that's not how it works, I need to focus. So probably just as simple as that, not some crazy cloaking power on her part. Thanks again, a whole bunch for the podcast. Thanks, Caroline. You're welcome. They've been they've been inconsistent then on the show because I keep coming back to the scene where he's not focused at all. He's talking with Claire. He is beaten to a core uh, on on her couch, like just completely wrecked, and yet he smells somebody's cologne from like three flights down. <laughs> he's probably wary though, like in that in that scene. Like, wouldn't you think? Because he's in an unknown. He he's woken up in a place he doesn't know, so he's automatically on alert. Whereas in this scene, he comes home. He's distracted because he's thinking about Karen and he's in his own own house. And, and I don't know, I can, I can buy it. But then in, in the comics as well, there's a whole thing with, with sort of Electra being able to kind of cloak herself, I think. So I sort of do a bit of suspension of disbelief with I, it. It's I just bet, like, okay. <laughs> I bet you it's a little bit something like, you know, when most nights you can fall asleep without really thinking about it. But then some nights you'll be like, I can't fall asleep. I can't fall mm. asleep. You know, like some days you just can do the things really easily, and then the next day it's like doesn't happen naturally at all. So yeah, I get I, I can buy it from that perspective as well. So I think his his um, like with what you were saying, Robin, his senses are inconsistent in the show. But I think, and again, it's it's probably because of like reading the comics, they're nowhere near as inconsistent as they are in the comics which I like because they're, I mean, they're all over the place in the comics. Like yeah. one comic, he can do something and the other one he can't. And so as long as it's kind of consistent, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm just like, you know, I like, I, I kind of agree with you, Mel. I think that's, that's it. You know, it's just. The people are inconsistent anyways. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. People who end up on my shit list are Mel. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Love oh you, Mel. Love you. Love you too, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so with that done let's uh, score this episode Kimbaku Will Kimbaku. what would you like to score this episode out of 10 out of 10 I really enjoyed the episode to get to see our first real introduction to Electra even though I hated her I don't like her <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I just imagine you sitting watching the episode just every every time she's on the screen going I hate you <laughs> yeah, I was watching and I was texting a friend of mine like, who had already finished the series. Like, I really don't like Electra. <laughs> but yeah, um, um, so I'll give it eight out of ten. Uh, sweaty, bloody sex spots. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's so close. Mel. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> I'm with Will, I don't really like Electra, and I didn't really, I don't know, I just don't enjoy their storyline that much. I don't enjoy seeing Matt get into, like, his bad boy, like, I embrace the darkness thing. But I did, <laughs> I did like his date with Karen, I thought that was cute. Um, Would you enjoy Matt's bad boy side more if it was, like, Spider-Man 3? So he, like, had black hair... <laughs> And like it was like was an emo and walked down the street like doing wacky dancing like Peter Parker starts starts uh, <laughs> disco walking and uh, 
putting on dark uh, mascara on and eyeliner. Yeah. What did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. Uh, um, hmm. uh, wait, like, hmm. Wait, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. I'm trying to make a sandwich, a cheese sandwich out of a heart, but I don't think that works. <laughs> uh, a sliced cheese, left ventricle cheese sandwich. Robin? Yeah, yeah, this was definitely, I mean, it was, it was, you know, it's a good episode. It's a good I like the show. <laughs> it's just was, this episode was a little step down from a lot of the really awesome. Like, there, unfortunately, we had a nice little uh, um, flirt off in the ring, uh, and that was the only sort of fight that we got. Um, uh, so there wasn't huge action in this scene in this episode, like I like. Um, and yeah, uh, wasn't a fan of uh, Ellison's uh, memory, and I it reminds don't <laughs> don't keep going back to that paper because you're just going to constantly re- don't make stop trying to make Ellison a thing. You you screwed up Ben Urich, you bastards. <laughs> so I'm not buying your Ellison character. Uh, apologies to the actor. Oh. Um, uh, uh, so, we apologize, Jeffrey Cantor, if you're listening. Yeah, yeah, he's not listening. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, I like the date between, uh, Matt and Karen, um, Electra, I just think, uh, um, she's more, she's more Lila than Electra at this point. <laughs> I'm glad that got brought up in the episode, Lila from Dexter. Um, so hopefully we get to see her go like super off the wall, crazy. Like all of a sudden her hair starts all sticking out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she fights <laughs> naked in a in an alleyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. Um, fuck Wells. Oh. <laughs> does, does that happen Ooh. that she fights naked in an alleyway? You read in the, the comic, comic book. <laughs> Does it? Yes. Well, she doesn't. She fights naked in Central Park. In the, she fights semi naked in an alley, and then she like paints some words on the wall in their blood. Yes. Wow. It's like, ugh. Yeah. Did that. we see that? Yeah. I don't Probably remember. Not watch it, but yeah, it was in the uh, in the the graphic novel. I might I might put some um, uh, frames of it like on the Facebook group maybe. Um, what about you, Matthew? I agree with everyone. I did not like any of the Electra stuff. I watching it. <laughs> I enjoyed it no more than watching Elektra and Daredevil in the movies. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> it's it's not any better. I don't see how it's any better. Um, so you're saying that the playground fight's better? <laughs> sure, it could be. Yes! <laughs> uh, okay, I'm, just, it's, I'm it's done just, as, just as good. <laughs> just uh, as good, if not better. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the only thing I really liked was a little bit of Matt and Karen... Um, I really like that restaurant. I want to go there. Yeah, the restaurant, the actual aesthetics of that restaurant was the highlight of the episode. Yes, it's just uh, beautiful. Next New York field trip we're going. Yeah, yeah. they have fries. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll also give so it boring. Uh, six, six out of ten. Uh, gross, slinky women. <laughs> um, <laughs> just specifically at the electric. And gross, I, um, 
ghost slinky lectures. Now I just imagine you pushing Electra down the stairs and her going down the stairs like a slinky. <laughs> ring, ring. Um, I I like this episode for the most part. It's it's tough because it it's coming off the back of my favorite episode so far, which was last week. Um, love that episode. Um, I. I like more of the little moments in this episode rather than overall. So I liked the stuff with Karen and Matt's date, particularly the Indian restaurant scene. I want to go there like right now and, mm-hmm. and eat all the food and look at the lights because it was so pretty. Um, I like the stuff with them later. It made me a bit, it made me actually like ship them, which is kind of unusual because I don't really ship them. Um, I liked the introduction of Electra as because to me, she feels more like she should do from the character in the comics. In the comics, she always felt like this kind of bratty character to me. And I like it as opposed to Karen. Um, it might also be coloured by the fact I've seen the rest of the series. I'm not saying um, that means I love the character of Electra throughout the whole series. But I, I liked her introduction here. Um yeah, the little moments that I like. I love the moment where Matt's walking on the street and then New York kind of sinks back in. I thought that was really cool. So I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 Robu Nobus. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Lowest rated episode of the season, 6.8. Wow. Cool. And the lowest before that was 3, I think, New wasn't York's it? New York's finest, yeah, 7.8. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, it's hard because we loved last week, didn't we? We like loved last week's episode. I kind of agree with you, Claire. Though I did kind of like the introduction of Electra. Like I like how Matt senses her. I thought that was interesting, but the rest mm-hmm. of it, not so much. <laughs> it, was, it was good because it was a Daredevil episode, and this show is awesome. It, it was. It does suffer from being kind of like a fill in the background and be transitional between one plot line to another episode. That, mm. That's what it's. That's why. I gave it a D minus, sixty percent. So it's it's a good episode. D minus for Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Daredevil minus. Yeah. Daredevil minus. Yeah, it's just good enough. You know, it's still good. It didn't fail. It didn't yeah. fail as a TV show, but it, I didn't like it. I didn't even notice really, like the first time I watched this episode, that there was no act like like there's no Daredevil in this episode. It's only this time I was like, oh, yeah, he doesn't wear the, the outfit at all in this episode, you know. And I didn't really miss it because I think we've had, like, such a, a ton of action in the last few episodes, particularly with the, um, the, the end of episode three fight. Um, I, you know, I didn't really miss the action. I'm not saying there won't be any action in the next episode. Wink, wink. <laughs> we got action in this episode. It was just a different type, you know. In the box <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> It's just a sexy, gross, sweaty type in a gross, sweaty boxing ring. Um, so now it is time to thank our special guests, the wonderful, wonderful Will, and say, Will, thank you for coming on. And where where can people find you if they want to hear more of your dulcet tones? Oh, yes. Thanks for having me. You can listen to me on down below which is a babylon 5 intro cast we're finishing up the fourth season out of five and whenever sensei comes back you can hear me on the sensei podcast and sometime later this year we said 2016 so i guess we have until december 31st to start um matt a and i'll be starting spartacast yeah i'm so excited for that spartacus yeah 
So exciting. Uh, looking forward to it, yeah. Um, and Sparks was done by Stephen DeKnight, who did Daredevil Season 1. Yeah. 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 Very good mm. stuff, good stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome. Okay. And lovely co-hosts, is there anything you would like to promote that you've been up to this week? Or do you want to just tell us about your thoughts and fears? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, uh, of course, uh, a zombie podcast, we just finished up season two with a, a ginormous, uh, uh, podcast episode. So, uh, uh, if you haven't watched iZombie, it is one of the best shows on TV. Check it out and, uh, catch up on our podcast. We got tons of interviews and stuff like that. And, uh, my thoughts, uh, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm doing all right. How are you? Ooh, I'm hungry. Oh, I'll talk about chocolate and and uh, like that Indian food. I'm hungry. Uh, I'm, Mel, I'm drinking a lot of coffee. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Matt is wrong about games. Podcast about video games and uh, Hooplecast podcast about Deadwood. Nice. And uh, Twin Peaks is now officially wrapped filming. So, yep. Hopefully, uh, it will be on uh, soon, and you guys will be back covering that on Twin Peaks podcast. Hooray! Yeah, uh, covering it live. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be so weird. Pressure's <gasps> on. I cannot wait. Cool. So let's predict what's going to happen next week, guys. Next week's episode is called Regrets Only. Yeah. Mm. Uh, speaking of revivals, uh, that's how I felt when I watched the X-Files one. Ooh. Ooh. What, regrets? Oh. Regrets only. Wow. So hopefully wow. Tim Luke doesn't do the same thing. Oh, really? I, I I've not seen any of the new ones, but yeah, I've heard it. I thought you liked it. I, I thought the I saw a like... couple episodes. That was about it. Oh, okay. Aww. You didn't like the Darren Morgan episode? That's episode three. Um, uh, the problem with Darren Morgan episodes is it's awesome and everything, but it speaks nothing to like when you have six episodes to bring back the X Files and tell a complete story. It's kind of just. Uh, you know, it, it, you're like, what did I? What did we accomplish in this episode? Nothing. <laughs> so it yeah. was fun. Uh, that was probably the last episode of the revival I liked. Mm. Ooh, fair enough. I'll find out in a You'll year. Find out, yeah. <laughs> in a year. <laughs> cool. Uh, so ne- yeah, next week, no regrets. Do you guys have any ideas? No regrets. regrets only. Was, only. Oh, only regrets. Not regrets no regrets. Only. That's a song by Robbie Williams. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like, it's uh. Um, um, Cue Robin singing that song, Robin. <laughs> I don't Nelson, know Robbie uh, Williams. <laughs> Nelson and Murdoch puts uh, like a, a box out that you can stuff paper in instead of com- complaint box. It's a uh, regrets only box. You just stuff <laughs> in that box. A box of I regrets sending you my peach cobbler. <laughs> I think it's, it's going to be written on the card that Marcy sends to Foggy after their uh, night out together. I know what it is. Oh, what is it? I know it's because Matt ate that bad peach cobbler and he's going to be sitting on the toilet all of a sudden. Yes. Oh, oh he's eating peach cobbler combined with Indian, Indian food. Oh. Yes. yes, it's oh. food and peach cobbler. Oh. It's going to be 50 minutes of Matt on the toilet. <laughs> Actually, if you watch uh, Better Call Saul, you know about, all about the uh, squat cobbler, so uh, maybe it has something to do with that. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> well, no need to watch next week's episode, guys, because uh, you guys predicted it once again. Yay. Now it is time to go for this week. So, Will, would you like to take us out with an Excelsior or a Get Me? You can take me out. Uh, take me out. Take us out with either. Woo. You can take me out anytime, Will. 
Hey, oh, wow. Hey, <laughs> Get me excelsior. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on Twitter at defenderspod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it, you can't change it, and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!